weight loss, body composition, and mastering the art of rocking the body you've always deserved and dreamed of in midlife and beyond. Let's cut through the noise. Society tells us it's downhill from now on. We're told to embrace the middle age weight gain, embrace the muscle loss and poor health. If that's your vibe, then cool. But if you're ready to defy the narrative, then I am your gal. This podcast is a no fluff podcast where we break down the essential truths of body composition, toss around some practical tips and dissect the latest trends. I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm here to show you what's not just possible, but downright probable for you. If you enjoy this content, be sure to click the link in the show notes to explore how we can team up and kick mediocrity to the curb. I offer one-on-one coaching, my ever-popular group coaching programs, and my corporate Educate to Elevate program. Okay, let's get on with the podcast. Enjoy. We are going to talk today about something I talk about a lot, blood glucose. Do not roll your eyes. I talk about blood glucose all the time. I have been talking about it since 2008 when I first started coaching my clients with it, but I always try and come at it from a different angle. So bear with me here because like when I started coaching in 2008, well, I've been coaching longer than that, but when I started coaching blood glucose in 2008, no, nobody was really talking about it. And now it's fantastic that I see everybody with their, you know, their continuous blood glucose meters. They're be, being very aware of their blood glucose. They kind of somewhat understand what it's about. And But for the purpose of this little recording, I want to point out that blood glucose doesn't just come from our food. There's three different ways that glucose enters our blood. So obviously what we eat. When we eat carbohydrates, carbohydrates are broken down into single units of glucose. They enter the blood and they we, we can read that on our um, manual blood glucose meter, which I still love, um, or with our continuous blood glucose meter, which for me is still a little bit pricey, but um, I still like the old finger prick. So yes, it comes from food. But there's two other ways. It also can come from the liver and it can also come from the kidneys. So, yes, blood glucose can come from our food when we ingest it. Secondly, the liver. The liver stores glucose as glycogen. In when it needs to, it can then break that glycogen down back into glucose and send that glucose back out into circulation. So let's just back up just a hot minute and get this terminology ironed out. Glucose, glycogen, I'm going to talk about gluconeogenesis. Oh, my Lord. If I got a glass of water and I put it in the freezer, it would become ice. Water in the freezer becomes ice. Two different words for the same thing in a different form. Glucose and glycogen. Glucose, once it is in a storage form, it is called glycogen. It's that simple. So the liver stores glucose as glycogen, and when need be, it can then release, convert that glycogen back into glucose and send it out into circulation. So the liver will do that, say, in a fasted state. 
It can do that in between meals. It can do that when we're sleeping, when we're stressed. The liver only holds maybe four to 600 calories, so it hasn't got this massive reserve. But it can release stored glucose in the form of glycogen back out into circulation exactly for the times that we, we need it. And the third way that we can actually get blood glucose is through gluconeogenesis. Gluco, glucose, neogenesis, new, new glucose. Now, if you didn't realize that the body is absolutely miraculous, this is just one of a zillion illustrations of it. Because when we do not have glucose, and maybe the liver no longer has glycogen because it only, it only stores a few hundred calories worth. So then the body's not just like, oh, hey, ho, I haven't got any glucose. It's like, fine, I'll go make some. Gluconeogenesis is the body's ability to take non-carbohydrate substrates and convert them into glucose. Amazing. So what happens is the, the body can take things like a, a non-carbohydrate substrate, like an amino acid, amino acid, takes the amino acids to the liver, convert, the liver converts into glucose, and it's excreted, um, the, it's released, I should say, from the kidneys. Three different ways that blood glucose can enter, uh, glucose can enter our blood. It can be ingested, it can be released from the liver, or in times when we don't have enough, the body can actually make it itself through gluconeo. Genesis. Those of you that have done the keto diet, you might be familiar with gluconeogenesis because we're, we're all, when, when you're trying to get into ketosis, you almost have to get past gluconeogenesis to get into ketosis. Um, the reason that I bring it up in this recording is because I see so many people wearing the continuous blood glucose, blood glucose meters. Um, just saw the guy in the grocery store wearing one. It's absolutely fabulous. But I also, I'm not sure how much coaching those companies give, um, even though I'm affiliated kind of with one of them, but I know how confusing it can be if people invest and they're not cheap in a continuous blood glucose monitor and then they're watching their blood glucose go up and down, jump through hoops, up and down during the sleep, all over the place. And it, it can seem confusing to think, well, wow, I just did a 16-hour fast. Why is my blood glucose high? I, I didn't eat anything. Why did my blood glucose go up? And it can be confusing and maybe frustrating. And when people get frustrated, maybe they quit. So the reason that the blood glucose can go up, maybe when you haven't ate anything, is because the liver might be releasing stored glucose um, and also, you could be in gluconeogenesis, which is going to be less than 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 the liver releasing um, glucose. Good examples of that would be seeing blood glucose rise in times of stress, um, in between, especially fa a fasted state. That's the one I hear a lot. Oh, I was fasting. Why was my blood glucose high? Well. It was higher because it was higher because you were fasting, and that usually happens uh, when people first start fasting. And what happens there is the body's so used to the blood glucose being a bit elevated that when it drops, the the body tries to find a balance. So it tries to release glucose to try and bring it back to its norm. And that that I see that I see that come back and uh, kind of normalize over time as people get used to being in a fasted state. That kind of makes sense.
But yeah, so this this recording was really just to illustrate that blood glucose isn't just from the food that you eat. And obviously, we don't want our blood glucose too high for, you know, I focus mainly on body composition and high blood glucose equals high insulin. High insulin means good luck losing weight and a whole host of other problems. But also, that is, this is not a competition to have the lowest blood glucose. Lower isn't necessarily better. And when your blood glucose goes too low, that can cause the body to uh, release more cortisol, growth hormone. These other hormones uh, have the ability to normalize blood glucose. And it is one reason that... If somebody is in a highly stressed state, maybe a period of their life, and it's just one of the instances where intermittent fasting, especially the longer intermittent fasts, are maybe not advisable because when blood glucose goes too low, then you can find an increase in cortisol. And if you're in a highly stressed state already, that is probably not the way to go about it. Anyway, until next time, that was just another recording on blood glucose. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I trust I sparked your interest, provided a nugget or two of wisdom, and armed you with something practical for immediate use. If you've got burning questions or specific topics that you'd like me to tackle, check out the show notes for ways to reach out. Until next time, stay curious. If you've enjoyed this content, be sure to click the link in the show notes to explore how we can work together. And please go to www.theshrinkshop.com dot com.